You're listening to the Traffic and Conversion Show. I'm your host, Michelle Fernandez. And are you feeling like your to-do list is never shrinking? Like you're busy, but you're never making any headway. Well, you're going to find out my favorite strategies for boosting productivity and getting it all done while still having fun in your business. So stay tuned. Welcome to the Traffic and Conversion Show, where it's all about helping online entrepreneurs amplify their content, build their influence, and convert their leads into sales to grow a profitable business and life they absolutely love. Now, let's get this party started. your to-do list is never shrinking. It's like you're busy and at the end of the day, you really haven't made any headway. How about this? Your team is getting a little anxious because they're waiting on you to do something in order for them to do their work. So then you're feeling like nothing is getting done in my business. Have you ever felt that way? Well, I've been there, done that, and it's not fun at all. So how do you get out of this lack of making progress and stop being the bottleneck in your business and really making every day that you get up to go to work so much fun, like enjoyable instead of dreading the long list of things to do? I don't know about you, but if I'm not progressing, I'm totally miserable. Even if I'm just able to cross things off from my list or mark the status done and click up, I am one happy camper. Now, when it comes to being the bottleneck in a project, here's what I do. When I'm scheduling deadlines and assigning owners of a task, I look at it as what do I have to do in order for someone else on my team to do what they have to do, and then I do that first. This way, they can be working on their project while I'm working on mine, and then most of the time, when they're done, I'm done, so then I can proofread it, review it for accuracy, or see if there's any quick changes to be made, and then it's done, right? See how that's different if your team is waiting for you to do all your stuff and then their timeline to accomplish their task is shortened and that's when mistakes are made, they're feeling rushed, they can't be creative, right? And then think about how the morale of the team is or how they feel when they're not doing their best work. They want to do a great job for you and they definitely want to do a great job for the people you serve and so don't take that from them. Also, I really work at setting up projects and deadlines with plenty of time to get her done. And you're probably like, oh my God, Michelle must be one of these type A people. Yes, yes, I am. And even if you're not, there are ways that you can do this or have somebody else on your team that can help you out and kind of schedule these things. Now, here's why I, I try to do things as far in advance as possible, because we all know that life happens. Something is going to have to be reprioritized. Somebody's going to get sick. Maybe there's an unexpected event. Maybe you're going to try to throw something else in the middle of it. But by planning early, you won't be like so up close to that deadline that you can actually work relax with a clear mind to create because everything we do has to be creative, right? We have to think about our messaging. We have to create certain graphics. We have to create compelling copy, our webinars, everything like that. Like, how are we going to hold on to our people's attention and get them to get those transformations or the results that they want? So we need to give ourselves that time. 
The other thing I do is I don't assign myself more than one to three things to do in a day and sometimes per week. And I say one to three things because, and sometimes it's one to five, to be honest, because it all depends on the task. There are some tasks that take an hour and then there's others that take eight. So don't overbook yourself. And although I usually get more done than most, I later find myself at the point of burnout. So now what I do is I pace myself. And you may even be asking, like, how does she know she gets more done than most? Well, it's because I track my time. This is something that I did with my mother in the mortgage business. So it's been like, I guess, for 30 years. And we would do this all the time. So it's either our team, like everybody in the office would do this. So I suggest that you and your team do this. And you can decide how often you want to do it whether it be seasonally, like for us in the mortgage business, it was a lot of times of, okay, we would, I don't know, be seeing like, maybe it's a new year, maybe new policies came out. So what is changing in your business that you need to start tracking, right? So I suggest that you track for a minimum of a week, but I always suggest you do up to a month. And yes, up to a month, it might seem like what? Yes, definitely take the time and make sure that everyone is super disciplined in logging their time. And you might even notice that even for 15 minutes, you can get a lot done in 15 minutes. So if your business has, and the reason why I say up to a month, your business is going to have different tasks throughout the month. And it's important to track how long it takes to do each task. So for us, Um, there's things that we do, let's say every morning, there's things that we do once a week and there's things that we do once a month. Those are certain routines that we do, right? When we set up campaigns, those are all the time. So maybe if I pick a week that we don't really have anybody launching or any new campaign setting up, well, that's not going to be a fair judgment of the time. Get where I'm coming from? Now, the reason why I manage time and I track it all is for a few reasons. One is to make sure how much time is going on. So then I know if I'm pricing my services right, right? Am I thinking that it's taking me two hours to do something? Let's just say, I don't know, a monthly report. Let's say I'm thinking it's taking us like a half hour, but maybe it's taking us an hour and a half to gather all that data. Okay. So then I'm like, well, wait a minute. If I start adding the weekly reports to our calls to this and that, then I'm like, hmm, I might have to increase the cost per service because I'm not as profitable as I thought it was, right? Then I also see like, where is my team spending their time during the day? Are they using their time efficiently to be the most productive as possible? Like how long is it taking them to do a particular task for versus a particular product versus a particular routine, right? So routines are things that you're doing like daily, once a week, once a month, those are routines. And it's important to know how long, especially with the routines, because when you assign them a special project, right, or you're doing a launch, or you're doing a webinar, something like that, or or a special task that you're asking them to do, it's like, okay, do they have enough time with all the things that you're giving them? Is the project that you're setting, is that going to be done in a reasonable deadline with all their routine tasks? Because the routine tasks is what they're doing to make your business run right? All that customer fulfillment stuff, all that, all those things, right? And then depending on how long it takes, I use it as a training tool. So you should definitely be tracking your time. So you know how long it takes you to do something. So then when you go to assign a task to the team, you're like, okay, that should take them an hour and a half, right? Because if it takes you an hour, figure it'll take somebody else an hour, let's say an extra 30 minutes to an hour, right? Because 
you like, you know how to do these things. You could probably do it in your sleep, but if they're learning something new, obviously you're going to give them a little bit more time because there's a learning curve. And then just, I don't know, you'll see how that, that rhythm flows. So then that way, if you're like, well, wait a minute, they've been spending four hours on this task that should really only take them an hour and a half. This is where you start to identify where the gap is, right? I'm all about the gap. So is this something where you like might see them struggling through the process that you need to give more training, right? Um, maybe the direction that you gave them as a leader was not clear, right? So you really want to see this as a training opportunity to see how you can speed up their time in order for them to accomplish the task at a faster place while still doing a great job. Now, one big thing that knocks a bunch of wasted time out is to have everything organized and easy to find. One of my pet peeves is when I can't find a doc or an image or whatever it is I'm looking for, and I spend literally 20 minutes trying to find it. I pride myself on being resourceful. So I'm never the girl that's like, I look in one place and then I'm like, hey, can you guys find, like I literally spend the time to find this because I don't wanna waste somebody else's time to tell me where it is or for them to go in and find it, right? So this is a huge pet peeve of mine. And I will tell you, when you do the time tracking, you're gonna see like, oh, wait a minute. Wow. I was able to do a lot of things in this 15 minute chunk of time or in this 30 minute chunk of time. And you'll start noticing your own gaps of when you can get more things done. Or like I was saying, where the wasted time is. So is that 15 minutes being wasted on looking for something versus that 15 minutes doing an actual part of their routine, right? So we use Google Drive for everything. And I know some people use multiple platforms like Google Drive and Dropbox. And I'm like, wait a minute, how do you know where what is, right? I'm personally, am not a fan of Dropbox because it's just so difficult to find things in there. And if you want to move things around, it's like a hot mess. You got to rename it and changes the links to, it's like a whole everything, right? I just can't deal. So in our Google Drive, everything is neatly organized in folders and subfolders. And you and so you can, even if you're new on the team, you can go straight to, let's say, the podcast folder, straight to the branding folder, the done for you clients folder and find everything that you need. Then our click boards and tasks, we have a column and it says link to asset. And we put the Google Drive link in that task. So let me give you an example. Let's take the podcast. Each episode we'll have the main task, right? The main task is the name of the episode. And then there are subtasks and that's our whole process. And everybody gets assigned with a due date, et cetera. Then with that link to asset task, that will be, let's just say on the subtask where it says create outline, that's where the Google doc is for the episode. And then it's linked right there. This way, um, when it's time for me to come to record the episode, all I have to do is click on that link, pops up my notes and I'm able to record versus four plus clicks to get into the Google Drive, the podcast folder, then the subfolder, blah, 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 right? I know it sounds crazy. However, it's totally awesome. You're like, oh my gosh, Michelle is way, way too crazy for me. But just imagine that for everything else that you do, how much time that that will save you. It's all about it becoming a habit, right? It's all about, hey, I'm making my notes. Let me grab the link to this drive and pop it on over to the board. Just making sure the links are there. Now, when it comes to keeping all the conversations in one place, this is also something that ends up being a waste of time. And let me tell you how. I keep everything in that particular, all the conversation and that particular task in ClickUp. I know of businesses who use Slack and Monday or Slack and Asana, whatever. And it's like they have to go into one place to talk about it. 
and then another place to assign the tax, right? So you're, think about it, you're spending all your time in two places, checking two notifications. And then when you go to work on that task in Monday, you're like, oh, wait a minute, what did she tell me to do? I, I can't remember this. So then you go back to Slack, you're researching through all the threads, trying to figure out, well, wait, well, where was that conversation? What exactly was the flow? Because if you don't reply in a thread, then it's like there might be conversations in between conversations, <sighs> just not an efficient use of time, right? So in ClickUp, each task is where the conversation happens. Same thing for the subtasks. It all goes into one place. So when someone goes into work on it, they know exactly what they need to do. They can read the conversation. They can ask any questions to get clarification. It's all in one place, nice and neatly organized. And think about it. When you're creating these systems, the idea is to use it again and again. So if someone were to come back, let's say six months, right? Now you've handed off the baton and now a new team member is doing that. They might have the same questions or they might need the same directions. Well, guess what? If it's in Slack or somewhere else that you're having these conversations, they would have to go through all the six months you know, prior to try to find that thing. What a waste of time, right? So if you're not using one project management system, I highly, highly suggest you look for one that does all the things that mostly meet your needs. And I say mostly because I've used Asana, Monday, and now ClickUp, and all of them are missing something that I'm like, if I can wave my magic wand, this is what I would say my dream project management system would be, right? So pick the one that does the most things to meet your needs, right? And it does take a minute to set up your systems and processes, but once it's done, total game changer. So I'm curious, which project management system do you use? Let me know. And there you have it, how to implement a system for your time management and productivity. Until next time, let's grow your business together. There's never been a more crowded market in the online world, and every day you are constantly fighting the masses for attention of your ideal client. And we all know that in order to have a successful business is by keeping a steady flow of new leads and sales. And in order to get that, you need a steady flow of new followers to be able to build new relationships and make connections. Getting a steady flow of new followers in such a crowded market is easier than you think. I've created a simple strategy that will help you cut through the noise and connect with your ideal clients quickly and effectively so they will want to work with you. It's all about connecting and converting new leads in 45 seconds and turning those eternal scrollers into paying clients in just 45 seconds. Whether you're still growing organically or ready to pour some money into paid advertising, this simple strategy will bring in new leads who are warmed up and ready to hand over their cash. If you're tired of wasting time and money on trying to stand out, then you're going to want to grab my guide at themichellefernandez.com forward slash four five to help you stand out from the crowd so you can scale with ease. Hey, wait, before you go, you know there has got to be a better way to get more sales and be more profitable, one that is predictable and scalable. But it's hard to know where to turn when you feel like you've tried it all and are not even sure you trust your own judgment anymore. Well, as always, I got you. I made 100% free video training that covers it all, including why rinse and repeating is causing you to go broke, more leads is not the only way to scale, and the one thing that's preventing your leads from converting into a sale. 
Let's get off the leads and roller coaster once and for all. Sign up and save your seat for my free live training and start taking control of your business growth today. Go to themichellefernandez.com forward slash training and save your seat now and I will see you live inside the training.